everybody, welcome to an episode of the Morning Metro. It is February 17th, 2018, and we have, uh, so it turns down, oh dang, I was always mess up the, in the intro. But yes, hi everybody, we're, we're here for a special episode. We have Misa Girl with us today as a special, uh, special hey. guest. So hello, Misa. <clears throat> hello. Glad you're with hello, us. How Misa are you girl. today? I am pretty good. I'm glad it's the weekend. Yeah, so am I. Gertron, as always, always here. How are you? I'm doing great. I am Groot. You are Groot. Good to know. I Good am to know. Groot. Good to know. So, um, yeah, so we've got a, once again, as always, pa super packed show. Like, when do we never have a packed show? Um, so, yeah, um, but before we go ahead and get any more into it, let me actually go ahead and pause this here. We're going to go ahead and do a little interview with our special guest today. So, of course, as I mentioned, we have Misa Girl 27, who we welcome with open arms to the show. And, um, if that's okay with me, so we wanted to ask you just a couple of questions about yourself, who you are, things like that and such. So um, just if you would tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, well, I'm Misa Girl 27 and I, I'm a Twitch streamer and that's mainly what I do in my free time is like streaming and then there's work. But I also have hobbies outside of that, like singing is really big for me which Ooh. i'm trying to get back into music is like huge with my life and uh that's about it i i love my i love dogs <laughs> i have a little dachshund mm -hmm. and i'm 22 i just turned 22 on valentine's day oh nice well happy oh, late nice. birthday thank you so I've, oh, go got, I've, I've got a point out here. It's Misa Girl 27. I did not know how old you were, so I was kind of thinking, yeah. is the 27 your age? Is that what we're looking no. at? It's okay. I originally, <laughs> like, if you look at my Twitter, my Twitter is just a Misa Girl. Right. And that's what I want on all my social media, but Misa Girl, for some oh, reason, is taken on everything. Oh, so. I hate oh. it. Oh. So then I was gotcha. like, okay, well, I'll just stick my favorite number at the end. So 27 oh, is actually my okay. favorite number. Nice. I'm not 27 okay. years old. Oh, okay, 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 cool, cool, fair enough. Hey, uh, what kind of music do you like to sing? I mean, are we talking oh, pop, rock, rap? Good well, question. I am so universal with music. Like, I don't have a one type of music that I, like, hmm. will stick to. Like, um, like, back in high school, I took mm -hmm. opera lessons. I did, like, classical and opera music for, like, mm. four years. Okay. And then I started going into R&B and pop music. I feel like what suits my voice the best would probably be like R&B, kind of like jazzy kind of style, like Adele, Alicia Nice. Keys. Very and cool. Then, um, but I also fit really well into like opera and classical music too. So, hmm. Very but I cool. I love all kinds of music. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Yeah. I, I, I like opera. Just really? Saying. I it's didn't know this about you. But the music. Uh. It strengthens your voice when you do... Uh, that's what a lot of successful music artists, um, they always start off classical, and then mm. they move into pop, and they have really strong voices. Mm, very cool. Um, if you mind me asking, um, where are you from, or whereabouts do you like live? And um, I know you have a job. Do you mind if I, I, I ask what you do for a living? Code, your full screen well, address, no, screen no. Number. I'm just... Whereabouts uh, <laughs> are you from? In the Chicagoland area, Illinois. Very cool. Um, yeah, the suburbs, about like an hour away from Chicago. Just nice. in the suburbs right. land. Very cool. Now, I, I've, 
I have heard that there are a lot of shootings that go on down there. Is your is your area relatively safe? It's a hundred percent safe. I mean, there's a lot of like druggies, but that's mm, everywhere. True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's not a ghetto area. Like I would say, my town is probably one of the most chill towns in like the whole area it's gotcha it's like nothing ever happens here so mm. it's like japan then not that nice but <laughs> like a walmart version of cool. japan uh, you, the cherry blossoms nice if you don't mind me asking um what do you what do you do for a living beside twitch streaming um i work at ups full-time oh, okay. yeah cool. i've been working at ups for like two and a half years now so, Ooh, does that mean you can get me like free stamps and free package <laughs> haven't you learned that nothing in life is free well i mean no matter what <laughs> well okay <laughs> i guess I mean, gertrude has mixed feelings about that i i know you have to usually pay for things <laughs> well but yeah, I uh, can get a good discount, but I, I can't right. give things away for free. And uh, we'll have to talk later. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and 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 I know you mentioned streaming. So when when do you uh, stream, or where can like people come see you? And and uh, what's your stream schedule if you've got one? Yeah, it's funny because I'm not. I'm working on being a hundred percent consistent. Gotcha. I'll stream. The days that I say I stream, I'll for sure stream on that day, but mm -hmm. it's not always around the same time because my schedule is kind of chaotic. But yeah, I can imagine. I stream basically every day except Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it's more towards the evening. So, like, I, li I live in Central Standard Time, so it's going to be around, like, between 7 to 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you yeah. guys you guys yeah. can uh, check out Misa Girl at twitch.tv forward slash Misa Girl 27 and follow her on Twitter at uh, tw twitter.com forward slash Misa Girl without the 27. Yes. So, Thank you. Awesome. All right. We'll go ahead and jump into um, the uh, our article train, and which is about to leave the station. And we're actually going to go ahead and do an article that Misa submitted um, toward yes. the beginning here. And we, we, me and Gartron have not read this, so, uh, Misa, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and, um, sort of explain what this, uh, Mandela effect is. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is really trippy. Like, I don't, because of my, like, religious beliefs, mm -hmm. I don't, like, honestly, I don't believe it, but it still kind of creeps me out. Mm -hmm. Makes you think. But yeah. basically, the Mandela effect is a phenomenon that is experienced um that people experience when like you remember something a certain way mm -hmm. but you look back at it and it was never like that so mm -hmm. like basically what this originated from was from this guy named nelson mandela mm -hmm. um he people remember him dying uh, when he was in prison back in the 80s, mm -hmm. but his actual death was on December 5th, 2013. Hmm. And people remember, people claim that they remember seeing his funeral on TV and they remember him dying in the 80s mm -hmm. in prison, but the facts, they state that he didn't pass away until 2013. So hmm. that tripped a lot of people on. That's what gave it the hmm. name Mandela Effect because that's one of the biggest ones. Hmm. And there's some really crazy ones. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, okay, uh, the Berenstein Bears. That's, like, the main one. Mm -hmm. um, 
what do you remember it as? Do you remember it being Baron's like Berenstein or Berenstein Bears? Depends if you're dyslexic or not like me. Do you remember the Berenstein Bears having an E I N at the end or A I N? Berenstein or Berenstein? I I really don't. I never really actually pay attention because it wasn't really a show that I like personally watched. I, Gertron, do you? I, okay. Now, I, when I was a kid, these were my favorite books to read. Mm-hmm. And I remember it as an E-I-N. Mm-hmm. Right? Me too. Mm-hmm. I remember Berenstain Bears, but in reality, it's actually Berenstain Bears. A-I-N. Mm. Oh. Okay. Okay. Now I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. My entire childhood has been a lie. <laughs> it's been a lie. Yeah. The cake was a lie too. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Here's another one. Do you guys eat Chick-fil-A? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. From time to time, yeah. Yes. So, um, how do you spell it? Um, uh, Off the top of your head. C-H-I-C-K? I mean, Same. sound makes sense. Chick. Like, how you remember it? Do you remember it being, like, just C-H-I-C, fillet, or C-H-I-C-K? I always heard it pronounced as Chick, like, as in C-H-I-C-K. Dash okay, this is a good example because you guys got it right. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. So here's another one. Um, remember, you guys have seen Star Wars. Right? Oh my gosh, yes, oh, we're Star Wars fanatics crazy. here. Yes. Okay. What does he say when uh, Luke finds out that Darth Vader is his father? Well, the, the most famous phrase is. Luke, I am your father. That's what I've right? always remembered as. That yeah, it's Luke, I am your father. If you go back to the video, it's I could send you guys a YouTube clip right now. He actually says, "No, I am your father." Uh, I have the uh, clip actually currently playing here. Let's see if I can uh, pick this out here. Credit to Lucas uh, Films for the film or for this scene as well. We're not trying to steal anything. Uh, let me skip to where. Why is my PC audio only in one side? What the heck? I gotta fix that in post-production. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. And where's the actual... So I skip ahead a little bit. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Watching it too. Realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me. I can scrub just a little bit further ahead. Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. Oh. So he did say, no, I am your father. Oh, that's interesting. I never realized that. Like, I, Does that trip you out? A little like, bit, that yeah. That me out. Because everybody, like, literally, I think even the actors, like, in the mm-hmm. movie, remember it as Luke, I am your father. Like, even the actors. Well, it's... You- I think because I think what it is is that digitally, from a sound design perspective, his voice is so heavily modulated that you know you have to understand that the age of the film, when the film was remastered, things like that, it's going to it's going to seem like he said, "Luke, I'm your father," because that's what our brains want to no, interpret it as, right? 
Yeah, but yeah. I think it was the actual actor, voice actor for Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. In an interview, they asked him, like, to repeat the, mm-hmm. like, um, phrase. And he yeah. says, Luke, I am your father, in the phrase. Mm. Like, even the own voice actor that read the script and played the part, like... Doesn't it's just kind of strange. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Very interesting and very that is pretty weird, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. There's tons of them. Like even Kit Kat doesn't have a dash in between it. I always thought it did. Oh wow. Um wait. It it has a dash. No, it doesn't. I always I always thought the dash was there, you know, to represent the actual Kit Kat. Nope, there's no dash. Wow. Huh. There's all kinds of my stuff on this. My life is now just a lie. My childhood was a lie, now my life is Yeah, definitely. Examples. Uh, wow. Yeah, does Curious George have a tail? Mm, yes. No, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I remember him having a tail, and he doesn't. Uh yeah. that's that is really weird so it's just it's kind of so in a way it's it's it seems like more like our brains just missing certain details like we think like well it's sort of like things that seem logical i guess to us somehow our brain just misses yeah. the details and misinterprets something yeah and hmm. that's the logical reasonable answer mm-hmm. but other people have a theory that mm-hmm. there is some kind of parallel universe, which is like, cre- <laughs> yeah, that's like the outrageous, like, conspiracy that I don't personally believe, but nor do I know. People believe that, like, um, when that people have like time traveled or something and mm-hmm. have caused a shift in the universe and that we're in some kind of parallel universe. The theory, it was weird. The, Doctor the world. Who? <laughs> the world ended, but then someone reversed time and caused the world not to end. So uh, then that caused us to go into a parallel universe. Oh but my we're, God. we're having memories of our past universe that we were in. Wow. That's the conspiracy. Wow. Yeah. That, that's a big conspiracy. Or I could just say we there was a uh the, the TARDIS shifted through time. Ooh. Do not adju- do not attempt to adjust your TV set. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's our brains not catching like, certain things yeah yeah interesting yeah cool well um we gotta we're gonna ahead and move on to uh thank you for contributing that article that was definitely interesting but we're gonna ahead and move right along the article train to unfortunately some sad news um oh wait, we bumped we bumped this show with this article to the beginning because i didn't want to end it on the bad note Gertrude originally put it at the end of the document i put it to the front of the document um we both decide to actually rather yes but unfortunately yes. this week um florida experienced a tragedy um apparently uh, there was a Ertron, uh, i guess you you want to do this article so you go ahead and talk about this so i'll, yeah. I'll give you your okay. thunder here so nicholas cruz allegedly opened fire inside the, a florida school mm. on wednesday that is on february 14th and killed at least 17 people, mm. both adults and children. Wow. Wow. Um, this, it, it's one of the 10 deadliest mass shootings in modern U.S. history, according to law enforcement authorities, school officials, and witnesses all time. Well, it's just... I want to quick... Crazy. I want to quick... Um... I'm going to quick say um, from all of us at TMM um, and, and, of course, Misa Girl, our guest, our hearts, prayers, as always, 
Well, to you guys, I cannot imagine. Um, unfortunately, and actually, one of my own viewers um, actually said that they hadn't, and I, I need to reach out to them. They um, mentioned that one of their own friends was apparently involved, was at the school during the shooting, and they hadn't heard from their friend um, since then. So um, I really hope that everything turned out okay there. But yeah, we are we are very heartbroken and upset mm -hmm. um, to hear of this. And Florida, we love you guys. We're praying for you all. But man, that's just yeah. oh, people are messed you know up. And this all could have been avoided because the FBI were actually given reports and notified that this person was actually in a bad mental state. Mm -hmm. He actually made comments on his Facebook page and comments on another person's uh, Twitter feed, uh, basically s stating that you know I'm going to be I'm going to be a professional school shooter. Wow. You know, and they actually gave information to the fbi and the fbi just failed to follow up on the reports wow that's crazy and hello archer welcome to the show no you're not late we did a later episode because me sir girl schedule <laughs> but welcome to the show um but yeah i that and and see this is what so frustrates me about like our just sort of america in general we know like it's like there's so many things we could prevent and then we don't do it and we're like you know, you had the information, you knew this was here, and you did nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, hello? And a lot of people's lives could have been saved had they, like, acted and done something ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, Mesa, do you have an opinion on this? Or what do you what do you think of, of this here? I mean, I think that it, obviously, it's a serious issue. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it all comes down to, like, how people are being raised like it, it mm -hmm. goes down to where they're coming from mm -hmm. and also just like i feel like people aren't taking like um mental disabilities and disorders mm -hmm. seriously. seriously yeah like if it would have been taken more seriously mm -hmm. um it would have it possibly could have been changed differently mm -hmm. at least i would hope yeah but it just sucks that it happened, but yeah. that's the thing. Like, it happened, and there's nothing we can do other than just pray for yeah, their families. Definitely. And everyone. Yeah, I, um, uh, there's actually a, I, I'm, I may, uh, there's a memorial video that was ma posted by NBC News, actually, that, um, uh, just talks about the different, um, or shows the different, um, people that were involved with this and stuff, but, um, it's just, it's really, you know, nobody, nobody needed this. Nobody asked for this and stuff. And some of these kids are just so, are just so young. And, yeah. you know, and it's, and I think, um, as I recall, like the reason why this kid like flipped or something was something effective. Like he had been, um, I guess previously expelled from yeah. the school yeah, he, and then been expelled from multiple schools. This just happened to be one of them. And from my understanding, and I, I, I'm just using this from from memory, so don't mm -hmm. anybody quote me on this. Go out the research yourself if you want. But supposedly his girlfriend was still at that school, and actually ex girlfriend, and he she had started seeing somebody else, and that kind of flipped him off. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think it's more than that, though. He um his uh he was adopted, I think, mm. and mm -hmm. his two like adoptive parents passed away. Mm -hmm. He had nobody. Mm -hmm. He had nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. And 
I also think he might have he has some issues in his mind mm-hmm. and he didn't get help from it and nobody mm-hmm. took him seriously. Yeah. And um yeah. I think he also had an obsession with like just like people said he liked to hurt small animals. That's like a oh, yeah. number one uh, <laughs> sign. That's a warning sign that yeah, someone definitely. is going to yeah. do something like that. Hurting animals. He wasn't so. uh Archer says in chat he was in foster care if I remember correctly. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you see, you see. Now, what I do, you know, I only do this to bugs. You know, I I capture the big flies and I take little toothpicks and I stick them to it and then I like poke them into the ground as like yeah. little warning signs for other flies. You know, right? Caution, you're entering the dead zone. <laughs> right? No, the, nothing like that is means. It's like if you actually like go out and you torture uh, yeah. an innocent animal or mm-hmm. anything yeah. and find amusement out of it. Like, that's yeah. where something's not right. Yeah. Yeah, it's... And, um, that's definitely... Um, that's definitely really unfortunate. Unfortunate I mean, thing. I mean, I'm glad that they... As I recall, I think they they did break, get him into custody, which is good. Oh, yeah. But Yeah, they, they have him in custody now. I mean... Yeah, but just unfortunately now it's like you know not only is is hit are these people's lives cut short, but now you know depending on when what the judgment ruling is on it, now he's basically cut off the rest of his life from doing anything else, you know, beside probably being in jail or whatever they decide to do. Uh, so, or uh, as something that uh, is on everybody's mind is, and also Misa girl, you were the one who kind of brought this up before the show started. Was uh, should should he get the death penalty? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for me. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> death penalty. You know, it doesn't matter what happens to him. His true judgment is going to happen after he is passed over. True. That's where the true judgment is going to be. Mm-hmm. And nothing that happens to him, no matter how he's penalized here on earth, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. That true judgment is going to happen when he's passed over. And, you know, that's all I can say is like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Now, now, I I personally believe, now, I have nothing against the death penalty at all. So this isn't me saying, oh, nobody should get the death penalty. But mm-hmm. I, I think what they need to do is they need to lock him up into solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. That's what I and, and just leave him there till he dies. You know, life yeah. in jail. You know, that's That, I think, would be even more punishment. Because I think some people get off too easily when they get the death penalty. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're being put out of, like, any kind of, well, not always. But, like, they're just, there's no punishment. If you're sitting mm-hmm. in, imagine sitting in a small room the rest of your life. You're, like, that's torture. I Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, because, like, honestly, sometimes what can be our greatest um, punishment is our own conscience, yeah. you know, um, which is, <laughs> yeah, I can I can see, I can see both sides of it, but, I mean, whatever the, the, justice, the justice system decides to do is ultimately up to them. We're just merely, you know, observers of the situation, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but, um, yeah, but, again, hearts got to... You know, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to you guys that were affected. Um, also, anybody in my own community at all that was affected by this, I, I love you guys. If you want someone to talk to, I'm here. And Gertrude's here, and, and Misa's yes. in my community, too. So if you guys want need someone to talk to, come to us. We're perfectly willing to talk to you. So, yeah. Um, so we're going to head and move away from that to something positive, which is really great. And this, this excites me because Star Trek technology uh, is finally here, and I shall explain. 
Yes. Uh, so Star Trek, uh, Star Trek. Let me say Star Trek like Vision finally exists. A company called Eastsight, and I'm reading off my my notes here. A company called Eastsight has created a special visor with cameras that allows blind people to see, and in some cases have zoomed vision that is better than normal uh, vision to people. Um, let's see. I put a host note here. Articles really okay. So I'm gonna head. <laughs> I love my own show notes. Sometimes it makes me laugh. Actually. Um, uh. So basically, uh, let me actually scrub to, well, I'll show some photos here. So this is apparently what the device looks like. Um, it is actually controlled through a handheld device that the um, blind person wears. And it allows them to adjust the, the camera, allows them to um, uh, just adjust their uh, bit of vision. And a uh, somebody who's actually wearing this, um, does it say what her actual name is? Um, an example? Okay. An example? Henders- okay, so uh, Miss Henderson... Uh, Rosa Henderson is actually one of these people who uh, is lucky enough to experience this technology uh, in this particular section here. Uh, Henderson talked about attending classes at college where she would normally have to have special arrangements ahead of time to sit at the very front of the room and ver- and often bring an assistant along uh, with uh, with the dictation and note-taking. That's after making the journey to college in the first place, which may have involved the help of other people using a cane or owning a service animal, and always required a considerable planning. Not possible, but hugely restrictive uh, and very reliant on others. It's hard for sighted people to understand how difficult all this is. Imagine performing your everyday routine with your eyes closed. It's probably pretty similar. Uh, Henderson explained that without eSight, she sees nothing long distance and couldn't make out any facial features at all. Uh, when I sat less than a meter away, uh, yet with eSight on, not only could she see what I looked like, but she also attends those classes without making any prior arrangements, travels safely on her own, and works in her uh, in the class uh, in the class on her own anywhere she likes the classroom experience is a microcosm of real life reading signs being able to see long distances crossing roads recognizing people and even using an apple watch is is now possible for henderson and east sight wearers to ha- uh, to hear her describe the difference uh it has made uh, to her life is extremely uplifting it's not the first assistive device she has used, having experienced everything from a cane to a massive magnification machine that resembles an old micro Finch reader and allowed her to view documents. While these often, uh, while these, uh, uh, often assist with single tasks, none were very convenient and some didn't even work at all. Everything is, is solved with eSight because it enables the wearer to actually see. The eSight wow. is a visor-like device worn on the head with a pair of uh, collective, uh, corrective. thank you, corrective glasses built in. Uh, if they needed, a high-speed camera views the world around the wearer, projecting the image onto a pair of OLED screens, which uh, where special software enhances and cleans up the image. There's no lag. The image produces uh, the. The images produced don't have a digital appearance, and because the visor can be lowered and lifted, peripheral vision isn't ruined and is arguably a true definition of augmented reality. Oh, boy. Okay, okay, okay. It reminds me from Star Trek uh, Lieutenant... Jordy. Jordy LaForce. Ah, you caught it. Hey, good job. (laughs) Very awesome. Now, the big difference between Mrs. Rosa Henderson and LaForge is... LaForge was completely blind without his uh, 
his his visor his, his, his visors and yes his, his later on his upgraded eyes right uh so while while this is definitely huge benefit for those who are considered legally blind or mm -hmm. have very very bad issues with seeing mm -hmm. uh, it's not just yet to the point of saying hey you're blind completely 100 blind to i can see completely now 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 yeah. Am I taking away from this whole fact that this was created? No. This is the start of it. Yes. It's the infancy. This is the start. Yeah. Definitely the infancy of this. It's possible. Mm hmm. Definitely. Uh, Misa. And, and she also oh, sorry. Looks like a, serial, uh, sorry. a sniper killer, an assassin. Oh. You know, if you look at the front of the camera. No. I guess so. Uh, you've, you've played the game Splinter? Uh, no, I never played Splinter Cell. No. Oh, Splinter Cell. That's almost, I mean, other than. The the three little eye sockets there. Yeah, that's that's basically the goggles that he wore. Oh, interesting. Um, so, yeah. yeah, Nisa, what do you think of this? I think it's really awesome, and it's definitely gonna keep advancing. I mean, that's anything with technology. Cause I, mm -hmm. look how fast cell phones yes like, changed. <sighs> cell phones went from block phones, and then twenty years later, they're touching. We're back to block phones. <laughs> I mean, my phone isn't that... Well, it's in a rounded case, but it's not that blocky, but yeah. But yeah, no, I, I get it. You know, we, yeah, we went from those big, huge phones that all you could do was make a phone call, and now we have an entire computer packed into this little device. That is yeah, true. So imagine how this is this piece of technology is going to grow within, like, 10 years. It's going to mm -hmm. be crazy. I can yep. see I can see it where um they can add additional sensors to the visor uh for people who work in science or military um uh you know, imagine like um someone who's blind almost completely and is able to have you know because of their their technology they're able to have like you know heat sensors or detect uh you know basically an almost a real life version of Jordy's visor uh used for military or even um you know, like like rescue operations or um, just uh, somebody who could work now in you know fire or police situations or whatever, and they have this enhanced vision. And in some cases, they as I mentioned as I mentioned here, uh, the people who wear this have almost better vision than someone who's actually sighted with twenty twenty vision. Uh, that's just mm -hmm. that's exciting. That is really cool. I'm I'm very happy for uh, people that are not able to see now. Yeah. That there's a chance now. Unfortunately. Um, if I can actually quick find it here, um, unfortunately, East site costs about $10,000. Uh, however, uh, Jeff, uh, Fenton, East site's director of outreach is infectious to help, uh, East site to get in the hands of people who need it. The company offers a financial plan plus a way to donate and contribute to a worthy cause, making a blindness, uh, blindness, a thing of the past by 2020. So that's really encouraging if they're able to if they're willing to push technology that's a that's basically about 2 years from now that they could potentially yeah. have this technology fully deployed at a lower cost for anybody that wants to use it that's a, that is encouraging. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, very that cool. Works. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, move down our article train. Choo choo. I'm uh, I'm ready for a webcam if <laughs> Oh, all right. Okay. Let me uh hey, we're going to have See if go ahead and uh, in the cam. if you have the uh, the <laughs> pure link. link. Yeah, I should. She should have the link. Hold on, guys. Let's will see. we go ahead and uh, do a small technical adjustment here? Uh, let's see. I'll give you. I'll drop the link for you again. Just to make I, sure I you dropped got the it. link too. Oh, okay. Oh, very right, cool. 
You're always you're ahead of me. That's awesome because that's less I have to worry about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while works. you go ahead and do that, um, I'm going to talk about this. Apparently, Amazon is wanting to establish a new headquarters. Will be uh, in one of two cities. Uh, they're picking between either um, Washington D.C. or I believe in where was it? Oh, let me go ahead and let her let her in here. We're going to adjust this. Go suck, guys. Let me see if my camera wants to be cool. See if my see if this wants to be. <laughs> oh, where's okay? Wow, I haven't adjusted. Hey, there it is. And let me quick get, drop this and let me transition. Hey, there's a real life person. And let me yes. let me go ahead and, and cool. And I'll go ahead and transition back. Awesome. Right. Um, so as I said, Amazon is apparently trying to decide um a new location for its headquarters. Now, apparently, um I had this article submitted, of course, by <laughs> once again my mom, who's very sweet. Um, and apparently they're uh, Jeff Bezos, who is the, of course, CEO of Amazon, apparently was trying to decide where to put his location based on where on where he wants to spend his time, not where not where like economically it's suitable. So it, while this is a very short article, I um, what do you guys think of this? Like CEOs deciding on where they want to spend more of their time versus like instead of being more focused on the economy that they're dropping their headquarters in. I mean, is is that really? That just seems so like. Oh, I don't care about the economy there. Honestly, I'm just like, what's the point of the headquarters? Is that is that or is this going to be where like people actually work? I mean, not not like CEO. I'm talking about like uh, normal everyday people work to put packaging together and whatnot. Is is that what we're talking about here? Um, headquarters. I th I think so. Um, I I kind of skimmed this article. It, there wasn't unfortunately. There's not much to the to the body of the article and stuff. Um, but apparently there, it was just talking about where they wanted to drop the um, you know, drop the um, a new location and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. so it, unfortunately there wasn't a, it was a very short article, so I don't, I, again, it's here, what's here is what's here, but I thought it'd be an interesting subject nonetheless. So, okay. well, I mean, honestly, it's up to them where they want to headquarter it, but you know, why is this a thing? Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know, instead of being concerned about, you know, how much are you going to benefit the area because people are looking for, for jobs right now, it's kind of like, oh, it's just, eh, whatever's convenient for me. Eh, I like Florida. Eh, I like DC. It's like, but there are people who could use jobs here and there. Like, why do you have to be so, I don't know. Misa, what do you think? I think that big corporations don't care about people in small communities anyway. So they are making lots of money. And it's sad, but it's the truth that, like, big corporations, all they care about is money. They don't care about small communities or your local you know area where they're going to locate themselves is going to be where is beneficial for them mm -hmm. and not for other people that's just how it is i really hate that though that like that's what is like it's never and <sighs> corporate america just drives me up the wall it's just kind of like why can't we just think about what is practical and helpful to the people it's always like i understand yeah like corporations yeah. have to make money stay in business but like why can't why can't somebody just be be concerned about just like people like us that just this is what we you know we're all looking for work and and not you know not always be so concerned about how much profit you're making well here, here's here's the positive side of it at least they're not moving to mexico true 
Okay. Very okay. True. At least they're staying in the U.S. I mean, that that's I, I got to put a little positive spin on. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. most companies want to leave the U.S. and then it doesn't benefit us at all. Yeah, that's true. Always yes. gotta look at the the positive. Yeah, Archer says in chat, "America is lame, Kappa." <laughs> All right. Well, that was kind of a short article, but we're going to have an action move on to something that I thought was interesting. I saw this on Twitter from a friend. Tokyo wants to build a 350 uh, meter tower made of wood. (laughs) Wood. (laughs) Fire hazards. Like, I mean, okay, first of all. Like, okay, so apparently, all right, so I guess I'll, let's see, how short was this article? Um, all right, I guess I'll go ahead and just read through this. A skyscraper set to be built in Tokyo will become the world's tallest to be made of wood. The Japanese wood production company, Simoto, I don't know how you, how do you pronounce that, Gertron? Where, where, where are we looking, where are we looking? Uh, the, 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 I'd say Sumitomo. Sumitomo Forestry Co. is uh, proposing to build a 350-meter, 1,148-foot, 70-floor tower to commemorate its 350th anniversary in 2041. Japanese Mm. government has long uh, uh, advertised the advantage of wooden buildings, and in 2020, (laughs) passed a law requiring... Uh, 2010 uh, passed a law to uh, requiring it to be used for all public buildings of three stories or fewer. Uh, so, uh, so to, uh, oh my gosh, I, I wish I could pronounce her company's name. I'm uh, really trying. The four okay, this forestry building company said the new building, known as the W350 project. Oh, how original! Was an yeah. example of urban development that is kind of that is kind for humans. Okay, first of all, when was buildings never kind for humans? Like, I don't know. Like, we use brick. Like, how is that not kind to humans? It's still made of organic uh, material. Like, hello? I, 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 just, I just have to point out a couple flaws right quick. Okay. Fire, <laughs> Go for it. We've already talked about fire hazards. Right. What about termites? Oh! I mean, seriously? <laughs> I didn't think about that. It just goes, goes right through the floor and you're... you're but is now covered with termites? I mean, come on, you're basically saying, here, eat all you want, dine in. <laughs> I hope they don't follow through with it because it's gonna it's just a bad idea <laughs> oh my gosh and okay come on come on not only termites but there's carpenter ants oh and there, there's there's woodpeckers Ooh, oh oh I mean, well okay, i don't know if they have to the animals in general are gonna move in you're gonna have squirrels running around <laughs> what the heck woody woodpecker uh- <laughs> exactly uh, okay it, they'll build it i'd who knows how long it takes to build, and it'll be down in half that time because of natural <laughs> animals and natural Well, um, as I, as I, if I can go on to um to yeah, uh yeah, to yeah, read go, here, yeah. um, because the funny part was he mentioned earthquakes. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> with more high-rise architecture made of wood and covered with greenery, uh, making uh over cities as forests, the new building will be a predominantly wooden with 10% steel, its interior framework of columns, beams, and braces made of a hybrid of the two materials will, will take account of Japanese high rate of s- seismic activity. The Tokyo-based architecture firm Niki Sagi Sikiki, I don't know how to pronounce his yeah, name. Who knows? Contributed to the design. Uh, these people and their and their Japanese names. I love you guys, but dang, man, <laughs> the interior architecture 
with uh, 555,000 square meter of floor space will be made entirely of wood. Renderings, uh, renderings show a light-filled apartments, uh, apartments, offices, and shops. Uh, I think it's ba oh, balconies. All, f uh, all four sides of the building exterior will facilitate the spread of greenery from the ground to the floor to the top floors, contributing to urban. Bio biodiversity. It is estimated that it will take 185,000 cubic meters of wood to complete the entire structure. The total constructive costs are expected to be approximately, I think this is what, 600 yen? I think it's, I think it's their currency, apparently. Um, I'm thinking 600 billion yen. Oh, yeah, billion yen. And whatever this other unit conversion is, I'm not even going to try. Uh, that, that's in, um, um, that's, that's... Pounds? Pounds, yes. UK. UK, yeah. yeah. Almost double that of the conventional high-rise building. Okay, mm. <sighs> all right. There are so many things that's wrong with this. On so many levels. Like, I don't even know if I can continue. Like, I can't continue I, reading I all without laughing. <laughs> like this is ridiculous like okay seismic activity um, it, um it, imagine how many trees are gonna have to break down i mean it kind of reminds where they saying it's supposed to benefit the environment somehow they're, they're trying to say it will i just but I how because you cut down so many trees exactly. yes <laughs> like uh, you're cutting down trees and you're just reshaping what they look like like it's yeah. literally all that this is. I mean, it sounds I mean, like somebody would just needed something to do for the summer. It kind of reminds me of Minecraft. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Minecraft wow. you make a wooden house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. For lightning, they probably are gonna have to do something like that. Otherwise, it's gonna just get. I, 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 yeah, it's gonna go up in smoke. <laughs> but I mean, I mean like why is this like i don't understand okay you're 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 taking okay you're not helping yourself okay J japan as i recall is a very like you know it's very greenery you know it's very like you know they they love their environments and stuff and it's usually you know pretty well preserved and stuff so now you're gonna take all of these trees of your native land you're gonna cut them all down you're gonna repurpose it and for what you're just turning a tree into a building but you're not you're cutting down you're destroying more of your forest land to build a wooden building that is just as subject to fires and whatever as your forest that you just ripped down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Maybe they're going to turn fire spread off. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, the, yeah, get a slash game rule for do fire tick off. I mean, I don't know. Just, I mean, just, I mean that... uh, I just, I mean, it's probably gonna look beautiful for oh, a sure. couple months, and then they're gonna look at it, and they're gonna have warped wood. I mean, it's, <laughs> they're, they're gonna have trees. Imagine the rain, the like the, the wood, okay, you know? weather, earthquakes, yeah, fires, the apocalypse. I mean, what? <laughs> I, mean, bugs, I mean, bugs, termite. I mean, this is. There's so many things that's wrong with this. <laughs> like, I don't. I, I feel it's like somebody. It's crazy. just. It, it almost feels like somebody that just like. It feels like somebody that just either had too much money on their hands, had too much time on their hands, or just wanted something to do. I don't know why this is a thing, but it is. Who knows? Oh, okay. I, I, okay, we've we've torn this article apart enough. All right, we're gonna have just 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 move on. It's just it just no, just uh okay.
Moving on. Um, does somebody want to take an article? I feel like I've been single with Thunder. Does somebody want to want to take an article? Gertrude, Misa, go ahead. You're, Misa, do you want to take the article about sports cars? Do you, do you like sports cars? Um, it... I honestly don't know much about sports cars. Oh, well, th- this one might be. I mean, th- this one's pretty. Yeah, Gertrude, do you want to take this instead? I, I, I want to make sure that, like, you know, everybody gets some equal share here. And I feel like I'm doing all the talking and I feel terrible. Sport cars. Th- this one about dozens of sports cars covered in a public garage. Oh. Yo. Dozens of sports cars worth millions found in public garage. But where is it? Uh, this There is an automotive mystery in Memphis. Portrait. And somebody need, can somebody drop the link in Twitch yeah. for me? Yeah. While I'm did, doing this. Yep. Did you? Portrait did you... photographer and Redditor Phil Sevens was poking around in an office building parking deck when he came across a surprising find. On the top floor, a few above what's open to the public, he discovered over two dozen dusty, plastic, and high-performance sports cars that are worth millions of dollars combined. Gee whiz. Oh, wow. Among them are several rarities, including the couple of Ferrari Specials, Lamborghinis, and even a pre-mint-looking 1958 Chevrolet. Oh, my gosh. These cars look so good. Yeah, this Yeah, these are these are absolutely like these are so beautiful. Um, <clears throat> he said in a post that the that the building has security cameras, but he was able to stroll in, stroll right in. He, uh, he wouldn't say exactly where it is. Uh, that hasn't stopped others from publishing the address, but we're not we're not going to ruin the fun. Aww. Um, <clears throat> that's what Google Maybe is for. Ruin the fun. Somebody else published it, so I'm gonna find the address and we're gonna share it live. As for who they belong to, one comment on the post claims that the cars are property of the Heinz race team, an outfit whose website is down right now because it exceeded its bandwidth, likely because of all the attention it's gotten from the pics. Uh, Anyone uh, saddened by the idea of so many great cars uh, sitting around apparently unused can uh, can find solace in in another comment from someone who says that they... Uh, that they know the owner personally, and that he drives a different one every day. It's just, uh, it's, it's just that there are so many they get dirty while they are uh, waiting their turn. Tough life, but I mean, why? Like, okay, first of all, um, if this guy is rich enough to own these cars, he is rich enough to make a big garage to house his automobiles. Why are these sitting in a parking garage? Like, I'd be afraid of somebody, like, stealing all of these. Like, these are some nice cars. Like, seriously. Well, I'm afraid of an earthquake destroying Yes. Them. As we were just talking That's about earlier. That's how we got rich. Is by making shortcuts and not paying for a big parking garage for <sighs> himself. That's why he's rich. Yeah. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's so, oh, my gosh. And some of these, like, just, like, I mean, I know it's only the back of these, but, man, these are, like, seriously, like, nice, nice-looking cars. I can probably tell. But... Oh man! <clears throat> and, know, what what, oh, what unsettles me the most here? Yes, is while you're looking through them, all the all these pictures that are currently being shown, mm-hmm. most of them look like the cars are in halfway decent shape, as mm-hmm. far as you know, not dusty and whatnot. Yeah, but we get down to the last photo here, and you mm-hmm. can clearly tell they're not taking care of these vehicles. They don't. Whoever owns these vehicles does not deserve these vehicles. I agree completely. Yeah. It, if it's you're just, going to have all these really nice vehicles, you got to take care of them. Yeah. I mean, this one, I could just draw a smiley face on it right now. 
<laughs> like if I wanted to. Like if I was actually there. That's that's what I would do. It's just right. <laughs> I was here. Wait, who? <laughs> oh my goodness. And speaking, we're gonna actually go ahead and this was I did this on purpose. Speaking of driver's license, it is possible that in the future your driver's license, your physical card, could be replaced by a uh, cell phone app. Which is, I can already see the security issues. Um, let me see, did I write notes? Because I've not referenced my notes in quite a no, few no, minutes no. here. As far as security, while, while you're looking for your notes, as far as security issues, you can already get like your car insurance mm-hmm. on an app. And yeah. as far as like driver's license on an app, mm-hmm. I don't think that's actually going to be that huge of an issue. Well, um, let me go I ahead mean, and... it'd be actually <clears throat> beneficial. I mean, and I don't think it'll be everybody that's going to get one i think it'll be kind of like with uh with progressive car insurance of i get i get my card in the mail mm-hmm. but there's also one that i can just put on my phone and it's allowable in in missouri mm-hmm. and it counts so yeah it's a lot easier so i think what it'll be is you can have your physical license as well but you can mm-hmm. also have it on your phone as well well let me well okay while we're Okay, let me go ahead and read the the notes here. So Fox News reported a uh, Fox Fox News.com report is saying the following: Your driver's license could be replaced by a cell phone app if a pilot program involved four states uh, and the District of Columbia works out. We will see great utility in the future with mobile driver's license that don't exist today with physical plastic cards," said Paul Greasy with the uh, Commerce Department uh, National Institute of Standards and Technology. That is a long name. Um, <laughs> With innovation occurring on mobile platforms, it almost makes uh, too much sense to add as uh, add this as an option. Uh, Nest provided a uh, two billion dollar grant. Million. Two million, million. Ugh, yeah, I love it. Big difference. Yeah, dyslexia <laughs> for the win. Uh, two million dollar grant uh, to cybersecurity company called Gemoto. Uh, wait, how do you, how do you pronounce that? Gemaldo uh, to Gim- design Gim- maybe. Uh, to design and test a digital license in a two-year pilot program. The purpose of that pilot is to is really to test the technology before we uh, went to a full-scale implementation, according to Tiffany Conway, field marketing director of an, a Jim, uh, Gimalto, uh North America. Now, <clears throat> I do need to ask one question here because, um, well, actually, a couple questions. What if, okay, I have a cell phone, me, Skrull has a cell phone. Gertrude, you have a cell phone. My yeah. mom doesn't have a cell phone. What if? What? Well, what do you? What happened? No, no, no. Hold on a second. What? What do you do about the about the old people and the people who don't own cell phones? Who? What if this becomes a national standardized thing that we have to have this app in order to legally drive? Okay. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be if you have a cell phone, great, you can use it. If you don't have a cell phone then you still get your standard plastic ID card that you've always been used to. I, I think I think you're actually, even if you do have a cell phone, you're still going to get the plastic version regardless. Now, some... now you can also have it on your phone as well, just in case. So if you forget your driver's license, well, most people don't forget their phone. Well, see, something that um, <clears throat> I don't know if, it was, if this was my mom or somebody pointed out that, like, what happens if, like, you get pulled over by an officer and your license is on your phone? Your office, the officer could take your phone, go look at your license, and also look at all your personal stuff about, you know, look at your social media if they wanted to or whatever. They could take however long they wanted and then come back and you would never know that your phone's been rummaged through 
while they were supposedly looking at your license. I mean, that's hmm. think about that for a sec that, here. I, I could see that being an issue, but I personally think, you know, it's going to be like uh, when, when you go to the grocery store and you see the people walking around with the little scanner gun things. Mm hmm. Price guns. I think it's going to be something like that. They're not actually going to take your phone. You're going to show them your phone with the ID, and they're going to use their little gun, scan it, and then that's it. Yeah, because don't police officers technically need, like, a warrant to get into your phone? No. Yeah. No, well, yes, they well, they... Yeah. They do. They okay. Do. How they can't look through your car or... Well, I think if... I don't know all the technical if, if, things. Now, I know they can't look through your house unless they have a warrant. I would assume it's the same way with the phone, maybe? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I, I've looked into this because uh, there was this big issue with the, the FBI wanting to get into this guy's Apple phone. Oh, yeah, that incident and a couple they, years ago, they, yeah. There was a huge <clears throat> issue about that. They, Apple was not going to hack into it for them. They had to hack it themselves. And it was... It, they're not going to be able to look through your stuff without your permission or without probable cause. Mm -hmm. But they have, now they probably will still do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that just the idea of, of it, it's, it's like, it, it makes it where we are so dependent on, on these little gadgets. I feel like it's getting to the point where we're becoming too dependent on this, okay? Like, what... Okay, theoretical idea. Your battery dies, right? You get pulled over by an officer. Can I steal driver's and registration? Oh, I'm sorry, officer. I don't have a way of charging my phone, and my license is on my phone. Well, then that's your fault. Yeah, but I mean... But that I'm doesn't... Sorry. But Okay, so... what? But then, like, what happens, though? Like, I mean, does he be like, oh, maybe, okay, I'll just have with a warning? I mean... Maybe, like, <clears throat> if you show it to a cop, it won't be considered a valid form of identification i think maybe cops might need to have an actual in-hand thing and it could be used at grocery stores for is an id for like um i don't know getting alcohol or like if they need to have proof of identification because of your signature on your card or whatever you know if your card isn't signed they need to see an id but i think maybe if you get pulled over hopefully a cop would need an actual id yeah and you just have to hold on to both it's more just like a convenience thing kind of mm -hmm. like when you go into the store kind of thing i i don't think it's going to replace everything though like i highly doubt that i yeah i i i want to say that like <clears throat> i would half agree with you misa but then I, on the other hand the other half of me is that like knowing like where things are going and how and you know new forms of id and stuff i'm i I get the feeling that at some point somebody's going to be like, we need to just make this mandatory. This is just how you do it regardless. No. Um, yeah. Archer says in chat here, they cannot look through your car, person, or house without a warrant, probable cause, or your consent. So, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> but, I mean, but there has been cases where officers did do things, as okay, I recall. Here's, here's what happens. If they look through your stuff without probable cause, mm -hmm. it can't be held against you in court of law. There have yeah. been so many cases that have been completely dismissed because the police did not follow the right procedures. Even though the evidence completely shows that person is guilty, completely, all of a sudden that evidence is no longer counted in the court. And they have to find new evidence now, put mm -hmm. that person away because the police failed to do their job. It's kind of like the whole uh, memorandum. 
the memorandum, you know, you have the right to remain silent. And yeah, you do. Miranda if they, rights. If they don't say that to <laughs> you while they're arresting you, if they never say that, that entire case can be thrown out. Hmm. Um, so there's some other stuff down the um, the the uh, article here. I'm going to just go ahead and uh, quick look over here. Uh, what keeps the government from overreaching? Uh, Rachel said, what keeps uh, them from going to the next step? And and really is the only another step or two to the national ID where they know everything about you. One of our very first uh, tenants is no national ID. Gracie said to uh, to the work nest is doing and the mobile driver's license would be no different each individual state would be would still be in control of a driver's license information as they are now he said donna jennison manages the driver's license office in lakewood colorado which took part in the field testing for uh jim i wish i figured out jamalto's <laughs> product everyone wants it right now and i think that the digital license is a is the wave of the future personally and professionally uh, jenison said jenison said one of the biggest advantages to going to a digital would be the ability to update a license information remotely it would basically keep them out of the office and for all those people with special needs that are in nursing homes uh, that have no issues to just get the, a driver's license driver's license office uh she said it's so simple uh there's still a year or um year to go in the pilot during which Jamalto will focus on how to use the digital id for things like setting up accounts online instead of manually typing in information and then we'll take all the results that we found conway said and we'll take a new refined technology and present it to all states and it will really be up to them to determine when they'll uh when uh, when they like to implement this with full-scale fashion Gracie believes that most Americans will have the choice of using a driver, a digital driver's license or sticking with the old hard copy within the next five years. Okay. Woo! Well, now, I, I am going to point out here, I am going to go back to the whole uh, car insurance deal. Go for it. Go for it. Some states uh, don't allow you to have the digital car insurance. Uh, if you show the cop, I mean, you can show the cop your digital car insurance and they're mm-hmm. gonna be like well that's not valid for us we need a hard copy mm-hmm. so what i think is going to happen here is certain states going to be like eh, you can have the digital copy that's perfectly fine but if you're pulled over by the cops they still fully expect you to have the hard copy on you mm-hmm. yeah it's just going to be state by state uh which how lax they're going to be i mean some states may be like digital if you don't have the hard copy on you that's completely fine as long as you have the digital we're okay and some might be uh if you only have the digital and no hard copy. Well, guess where you're going to be spending the night? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I... And see, the problem is that, like, depending on... I, I feel like, especially the state that I'm in, I, I really feel like that they're going to be the ones to be like, yes, you have to have the digital version, no hard copy, regardless of whatever. Like, I just... There's certain states I just feel like based on, you know, like... it's And I know that certain states are copycat states of the other, so, you know, Calif- you know people like to copy California or vice versa, whatever. It's kind of like, you know if they implement this and it's something it's like oh no not by choice you have you have to I-, I don't know i just don't yeah. think this is i just i just there's so many that secu- happening that way but and there's also, like for me there's just so many security th- holes i'm worried about though yeah. I- <sighs> well at the same time getting a smartphone you can get a smartphone that is extremely cheap i mean i can go out there i can buy a smartphone for like 65 bucks granted it's not going to be that hip and that powerful but it's still going to be a smartphone and it's going to be able to do that as well so you know it's 
not going to be that difficult, or it'll be a government-issued smartphone if it comes down to... Government-issued? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Lord yeah. only knows what be on I there. I you have a choice between iPhone or Android. <laughs> well, again, like we've talked about on this show, security enemies, so feel free to jump in at any time if you've got something yes, to say. Yes, we, we like to keep talking. <laughs> Don't feel like you're interrupting. Just blurt. Jump in. Um, I, I, we've talked about on the show security. We've talked about um, Android phones getting hacked, iPhones getting hacked, viruses, whatever, and stuff like that. What worries me is that no security is perfect, no matter how good it's coded. Nothing is ever perfect coding-wise. And so what concerns me is that, you know, depending on what gets released out there, somebody picks up something on their phone and, you know, oh, wow, they've got their license? Perfect. Steal all that information. You know, you've heard of digital banks being hacked. You've heard of um, social medias being hacked. Now we're going to end up hearing reports of licenses were hacked. I mean, look what Equifax, I mean, Equifax, example, I mean, look, look at Equifax. They got hacked and they had people's millions of records on there. And that, that's all digitally stored. Now, if you if you watch the video, it or even down at the picture, it's one of those. Uh, I don't know what you actually call that. Uh, QR codes. QR code. I mean, honestly, what I'm kind of thinking is that QR codes are going to be able to be scanned by certain things, and it'll be kind of security implementation there where you can't just take your phone. Like I can't take my phone, scan another phone, and be like, "Hey, that's what the QR code is." There, there we go. We're good. And also, I mean, it's not like I don't think it's going to be putting like really vital information other than, you know, your name, address, you know, what's normally on your driver's license, which in all honesty, I have no problem sharing my driver's license. I mean, granted, I'm not going to share it on stream because y'all don't need to know where I live, but <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't think security is like, yeah, it's an issue, but we're not safe either way. We, even with all the technology we have now, like, we're all walking identities, even with our phone now. Like, people True. can take whatever they want. They can scan yeah. your credit card through your pocket, yeah. even with those, like, quote-unquote protective cases. It, it's people, if you're going to get your identity hacked, I mean, it's on you. You should just have identity theft prote- protection for yourself. Yeah. And I feel like we're in, we're pretty much doomed either way. <laughs> Not to sound like a Debbie Downer, but it's just yeah. true. So the security part, it's like we're already screwed. So true. Yeah. You know. True. All right, we're gonna head and move to. Let's see how many more articles we got here. Um, I think we got one more. One more, and this is Gertrand's because uh, he yeah, wrote yeah. this, and this was so funny yeah. how this came together. Uh, Gertrand, take it away, please. Final article. Okay, so I don't know if uh, who's all was here in the last couple streams uh, when we we're kind of talking about Star Wars and EA and how. Uh, microtransactions <laughs> ea is well mm-hmm. disney is now thinking and this this is all rumor at this point nothing's been 100 guaranteed but disney is thinking about canceling ea star wars license now the ea snagged the exclusive license deal to create and publish star wars games all the way back in 2013 in that time however EA has struggled with the property. The first game they announced and released was Star Wars Battlefront, which actually suffered a lot of backlash with its lack of single-player campaign and Mm -hmm. launching with such little content that many became bored with it quickly. And subsequent DLC packs added a lot of great content, 
But by the end, everyone was waiting to see what was next. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody was thinking Battlefront 2 coming out was going to be the fix-all. It was going it was going to be the better option. However, mm. Battlefront 2, as me and Grid found out, uh, <laughs> brought only more problems. Yes. And rubber banding. A yes. Lot. And server uh, issues. And yes. Yeah. Continue. And, of course, <laughs> the uh, loot boxes. Ah, uh, loot boxes. Uh. Uh, despite making changes at the last minute, the launch was pretty rocky, and the whole debacle has brought a wave of tension down on loot boxes in gaming, with some governments looking to crack down on the practices. One of those practices that I, was look- that I saw was uh, they're, they're thinking about laws that would mean only people age 21 years and older yes. can buy a game that has loot box-related items because they consider it as a form of gambling to clarify yeah ea's latest financial statements have shown the impact with sales down and failing to meet expectations now from what i've heard lucasfilms is upset as well and looking for other opinions options i mean the there's been a couple sources that uh, they're thinking that for star wars going Gaming, according to them, Disney, LFL, higher-ups, hold EA to the principal's office. You know, when you get pulled mm-hmm. to the principal's office, right. you're going to get a talking to. Right. You're probably <laughs> in trouble. Right. And more so, they're apparent, they've apparently reached out to both Ubisoft and Activision about developing Star Wars games, uh, which I personally think is a great idea. N- I, I'm going to jump on that in a, in a minute when you're done reading that. I have I have differing opinions, okay. but continue. What, what's your opinion? What's okay, your opinion? so um, I like to poke at Destiny 2 because I played that and it was frankly like the worst 60 bucks I ever spent on on it. Now I play it for kicks and giggles honestly. Okay, Destiny 2 has also had some fire as well with, you know, cruddy loot boxes things, lack of, you know, content things like that. Um Destiny 2 was supposed to be the fix for Destiny 1 was released to PC through um Blizzard Entertainment and uh, a, a, and once again just not um a bad implementation of a video game. I I'm very concerned if they consider Ubisoft or Activision, knowing what their practices are, very similar to EA, greatly concerns me. I I would rather that somebody like maybe like Dice, um, you know, or like Square Enix, maybe take the title because I've seen some Square Enix games, I've seen some games by Dice, and they're usually a lot better development, Mm. implementation, things like that. Um, that depends on what their preference is and everything. But I. That concerns me that Ubisoft and Activision would be a consideration, um, honestly, with the whole thing. I'd... Well, yeah, and I can I can see that now. At the same time, if if we weren't going to be looking at either one of those, Bethesda, yes, would be another great yes, one. That would be. Yeah, I agree Star with Wars that. Game. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, so... <laughs> look at Skyrim oh, and yeah. Fallout. Yeah, yeah, and Misa, you stream a lot of Skyrim too, don't you? Well, yeah. I think that would probably be like a perfect fit for Star Wars games because it just suits it with how they create their games. Like mm-hmm. it just it'd be perfect. Absolutely, would be cool as if they made Skyrim based Star Wars. Hmm. I don't know that, about that. But <laughs> but but with multiplayer aspect, I I don't know if any I of think you, or even better. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Oh, I don't know if next any of you idea. played Planet Side Two, which I don't think that was created. I by did. Says that was 
played by other people. developed by somebody but, else. Uh, huge world, thousands of players on the world, vehicles, aircraft, all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Imagine that Star Wars related and Star Wars typed. Right. I think that'd be that great. Would be awesome. That's what everybody wants. But you know what? These companies are too dumb to actually implement anything. That's the problem. That's why everybody is ticked off because you know they. I I'm getting like again. This goes back to my this goes back to my annoyance a little bit earlier when I was talking about Amazon trying to figure out where they wanted to drop their next warehouse. Company corporate America is not, nor ever has been, nor ever will be, considerate of the general public. They're, they are always, I mean, yes, I understand. It costs money to make a game. It costs money to deploy. It costs money for marketing. You have to, play, you have to pay literally thousands of people in, in a production. I get it. It does. But it's getting to the point where it's actually just getting ridiculous. And mm-hmm. EA crapped on Star Wars Battlefront 2. They, you know, they've crapped on some other things. EA has a very bad repu- uh, rep- uh, a reputation for a couple other of their titles and stuff, and now Activision and Ubisoft now and Ubisoft. Oh my gosh, with the Assassin's Creed titles, that wasn't too great either. From what I've you know um, have followed the history on that one as well. But it's like, is there nobody else beside these three AAA title companies that that would be you know beside Bethesda and maybe you know Square Enix or whatever that could actually do it, make a Star Wars game and do it right? And it bugs me that. Disney owns the right to um to Star Wars now. It's not by Lucasfilms. They they bought the rights to Star Wars. And that's that's a killer even unto itself. Because even Disney hasn't made a whole lot of great financial decisions. I just mm. the whole thing is just like, please, can you not? Thank you. <sighs> I don't know. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm just ranting. looking at the original Star Wars Battlefront uh, from 2004 and 2005 mm-hmm. um, because I was kind of curious as to who created them. Yes, uh, it was created by Pandemic Studios, which I've heard of Pandemic Studios, but I haven't heard of Beanox or Mikoshi. But but you know, I I, I kind of think I kind of think they need to go back to those people and say, hey, can you fix their mistake? Because <laughs> the original. Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2 from the early 2000s yes. were amazing. Yes. I well, I didn't love them and I still enjoy them greatly. I sort of played some of it, not all of it. Um, Star- the Star Wars ahead. Battlefront 2 from 2005 was the best because that's where they actually added in legit space fights. Yeah. Um, Misa, what, you're sort of sitting up in the corner there. What do you think? I want to know. <laughs> well, I haven't played any of the Battlefront games, but I would say that um, the makers of Skyrim and Fallout, like I said earlier, I think that would be, like, the best people to do it, but I don't know. Yeah. You never know. No. Yeah, so um, there's, there's a, there was part of a video, but it's, again, it's, like, five minutes long, and I, I don't want to steal off somebody else's content right now and such, um, but uh, you guys can... We'll copy it, and we will... Dump it in the chat, it. and Gretchen's probably already on the case for doing that, so... Yeah. And right. the the YouTube video basically it just goes through the article anyways. So it's just if it you just, wanted to, if you would rather listen than read, that's you know, that's right there and stuff for you. <laughs> I so. mean that's why you're here anyway. You're here to right, listen and not right, read anyhow. First, yeah. So <laughs> all right, cool. That brings us to a close uh, of the show. Um thank you guys so so much for watching. Misa Girl, thank you for being a part of the show today. It was a pleasure having you. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. We'd love to have you again if you're if you're interested. And uh, are you streaming tonight? Because I'd love to give you a shout out while we're uh, live here. Yeah, uh, I'll be streaming in about 40 minutes at six o'clock oh Central gosh time. all right cool. so uh <laughs> if you guys want to check it out it's twitch.tv forward slash misa girl 27 um mind by asking what are you what are you streaming tonight if i may ask what do you got planned i'm gonna start off with fortnite and then switch over into whatever game i feel like i'm gonna play <laughs> cool sounds good well thank you again for uh for joining us gertron always a pleasure and always um a pleasure and uh and until then we'll catch you guys later i'll probably be streaming maybe sometime later tonight too i have no idea it depends on what i have to do before then but uh you guys can just keep an eye on my uh my twitter and my discord and all that stuff and until then we will catch you guys later have an awesome night and see you soon see you <laughs>